Welcome, friends, people for peace, pods of consciousness, planetary citizens, wherever you happen to be today, listening to local news in social artistry. I'm your host, Dick Dalton, and it's always my pleasure to get to talk to someone who is helping to build a more humane world from the inside out. And today, our local is uh, emphasized, although we're dealing with a global issue. Um, my guest today is Beth Hendren with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And good morning, Beth. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, I understand you have a, an event coming up and uh, uh, you would like Columbia to know about that and participate if they're available. That is correct. We have our fifth annual Out of Darkness Walk coming up October 20th at Stevens Lake Park. What time of the day? Uh, the registration is from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and the ceremony will start at 1.30 p.m. and it's a free event. So uh, in an event like that, uh, the what's the you've done this before yes what's, what's the atmosphere um it's it goes up and down there's highs and lows um it's very family friendly we are here as a community to bring the community together um to make aware of mental health awareness and suicide prevention and whether you are struggling or whether you've lost someone or whether you just want to support the cause we're all here for the same reason it's a very loving and giving community and there's no judgment mm-hmm and I uh, understand that this is, uh, Columbia's not the only place that walks are happening. This is correct. Um, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention has over 400 community walks in the fall across the United States. Mm -hmm. And so there's plenty of them there from September to November. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a, a cancer survivor and I'm familiar with uh, the Walk for Life sure. or the uh, uh, you can't, uh, in, in that context, it's often about people that are either survivors or honoring those that have passed on. Correct. Um, and I don't think there's much emphasis on prevention. So it sounds like your walk is, is a way of, uh, in a sense, a support group. Yes. For those that are have been affected by suicide in their families or uh, more in that context is yes absolutely so we have um we do have a therapist on site and we also have informational tables and the informational tables are um, therapist mupc burrell health center point oh. those mm -hmm. kind of things mm -hmm. um there's also um we're going to have a very large shoe display this year for the fifth year or for the annual fifth annual year and um, it's going to be 1,151 pairs of shoes hmm. to represent the amount of documented suicides in the state of Missouri for 2018. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What so was that number again? 1,151. Oh, my. And so that's how mm -hmm. many shoes we'll have as a display. And it's going to mm -hmm. be a pretty emotional hmm. uh, sight. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're able to see the gravity of that and that's only in missouri and that's only mm -hmm. documented and that's only for one year mm -hmm. it's pretty significant oh my um and so that display not only shows the significance of this epidemic of suicide but also shows that you're not alone mm -hmm. and so 
that we have that and as I said we had informational tables we have counselors from the schools coming uh, Hickman battle and Rockbridge are all involved they have their um, volunteer groups that are coming to help us for the walk as well mm -hmm. and they're actually raising funds for the walk and so it's literally a community event where the entire community comes together to support help and provide assistance if needed and we also have our um, information for AFSP that we have for suicide prevention and resources that we give out as well. Mm -hmm. So are there support groups in Columbia that yes. uh, are ongoing in this regard? Yes, there is a bereavement group, suicide bereavement group, that is the first Wednesday of the month oh, mm -hmm. at 7 p.m. at the Boone County Co-op. Where's the Boone County Co-op? Uh, I'm from Jeff City. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is off of Range Line. Um, where mm -hmm. the old Everett's used to be is right there. Oh, um, yeah, the old Everett's. I yes, mean, and yeah. so it's the building right next to there is okay. the Boone County Co-op. All right, and so the first Wednesday? First first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. Okay, and this is for Suicide families. survivors or struggling or anything, mm -hmm. anyone that's dealing with suicide. Oh, okay, and do you know how that is going is that a uh, something you're part of um i i have limited i give them information afsp mm -hmm. gives them information what have you um we have one person that is from the va that helps it and another volunteer mm -hmm. and um with most i think support groups it goes up and down up and down mm -hmm. just unfortunately just depends on the, the circumstances mm -hmm. um i know that i have gotten People have reached out to me because my card's there and because mm -hmm. it's helped them. And mm -hmm. people that we know that have lost somebody to suicide, we tell them about it and we go mm -hmm. with them to support them and help them. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't know until today that uh, you and your husband have lost a family member Correct. to suicide. I lost my son, Cody. He okay. was 14 years old, five and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Um is it okay to use some of our hour to oh, talk about your That's personal because of cody is the reason why i do what i do and i'm mm -hmm. here and that's part of my story mm -hmm. i mean i would not be doing what i'm doing if mm -hmm. cody was still with us so yes absolutely so what do you what do you my limited experience is that uh, we don't have the benefit so often of knowing what was going on in Cody or anyone else prior to this that would bring about an event that would take their life. So hindsight is always twenty twenty, um, and a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people will say, oh, there's the signs, because they didn't know what the signs were beforehand. We are one of those people um we thought everything was okay we thought you know i had a very close relationship with cody and the friday before he passed i put my hand on his knee and i was like are you okay buddy yeah mom in the annoyed 14 year old leave me alone way mm -hmm. and i knew he wasn't on point but i didn't know to the extent of it mm -hmm. obviously um again hindsight's 2020 after looking at his phone and his iPad that was on a password lockdown, I found text and stuff that he had sent to his friends. Hmm. Um, and that's when I began my journey of trying to educate high schoolers and junior high 
to make sure that they understand not to glorify suicide ideations mm-hmm. and um, cutting and that kind of thing, and that it's a serious mm-hmm. issue that it's up an adult, a trusted adult, needs to know about because it could lead to suicide, a, a completed suicide. And that's my goal now is to make sure that kids understand that we can't glorify this. It's not something that you should be proud of or you should brag about. This mm-hmm. is something that's a mental health issue that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And uh, how are kids receiving your message? I have mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. I have the typical teenage rolling of the eyes. She's an adult. She doesn't know what she's talking about. But then I have the ones that really hear me and understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying and understand the loss. I mean, Cody was a freshman at battle, so they all know Cody mm-hmm. or knew Cody and uh, they understand where I'm coming from and they take it to heart and they've actually reached out to me mm-hmm. if one of their friends is doing something that could be possibly be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so it's mixed and I will keep doing it as long as someone will hear me. As long as one person <laughs> hears me, I'll keep talking. Sure. Yeah, it's too important to uh, just let it go. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's never, you will not ever put the idea of suicide in someone's head. If you think somebody is suicidal, it is completely okay and recommended for you to ask the question, are you thinking about hurting yourself? Mm -hmm. What that does is that allows the person to have an open conversation that they didn't think they could have before. Mm -hmm. And if you can have that open conversation just talking, especially in a moment of crisis, makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to several people in crisis, and I've asked that question. And they're like, I can't believe you asked me that, but I was able to talk to you because you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's very important. And having somebody that you can talk to, whether it's a stranger on Facebook or your best friend or your parents or sister, brother, whatever, mm-hmm. just having someone to talk to makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I had the... Uh I had the experience of a, a teen family member calling me early one morning, mm-hmm. uh, saying that that was their plan, they're going to commit suicide. And I understand there's phrasing now that we want to change in there terms is. of how we use the word suicide, but that was the language sure. then. and. Uh, I had been to a suicide prevention and awareness workshop a a year or two before, just happenstance. And so uh, I asked the question that they told me would be the best first question. And I don't know if it's still the one that is being used, but the question was, well, how are you going to do it? Do you have a plan? Yep. And with the answer that I received, I had a sigh of relief and knew that we're going to work through this. Absolutely. And And the reason for that question is you can find out where they are in the crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if they don't have a plan, then they're thinking about it so it's not as immediate versus Mm -hmm. if they have a plan and they have the means, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a different crisis. Right. Right, and and if they're talking to you, which Absolutely. in that case it was uh, a conversation, then we got together for breakfast and and saw the struggle that was going on. Absolutely, which 
is maybe not a, an uncommon struggle. No, not uncommon at all. In, in that situation, it was sort of a homeless oh, yes, absolutely. problem. Um, didn't work out with dad, didn't work out with mom. Uh, different families and you know situations and so it was uh, this friend's couch to this friend's uh, right and I understand in Columbia Missouri we know that there's over 400 homeless right youth right youth correct <laughs> yeah. and so what kinds of uh, emotional and mental kin you know issues are they dealing with my goodness uh, I can't how do you imagine. yeah how do you walk into school, which many of them still go to right. school, and put on a persona that is fake? Yeah, I'm I'm fine, and yet then they go out to their car and go, they're living there. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, the the homeless, as you said, in Columbia for the youth is staggering to me. I came across a fact a couple of weeks ago, and I just was in shock because I've been here my whole life and. Mm -hmm seeing that number i'm like how can all these kids not have a home right i don't understand mm -hmm. um i fortunately have not dealt with that but homeless across the board they are a high number of our statistics for suicide because mm -hmm. they literally don't have anything nor they have they don't have anything and they have the judgment from people looking on the outside not looking at them as a person they just see them as a nuisance mm -hmm. and they feel that and mm -hmm. i mean it's just it just is a snowball effect again. They don't know how, they don't know who to reach out to, if they can reach out to, and they're judged. And for kids, you know, you had hormones in there and how mean kids are nowadays. And, mm -hmm. you know, the social media, don't get me started on that. And mm -hmm. all of that, I mean, it's just, it's just a snowball effect that these mm -hmm. poor kids, like, if they don't have anybody, they don't have a chance. Mm -hmm. And and really the gender gap mm -hmm. <laughs> is, it's real, particularly in our time period, with the digital world being so present in every moment sometimes of a, of a, a teen's life. Absolutely. Or a tween's life. Right. Uh, and that's not our experience in our own lives. And, and, and there's something going on that we really are a bit distant from. Absolutely, 100%. So, how do you know it's it's difficult for us oh yeah to understand and comprehend it mm -hmm. yeah i absolutely i mean i am addicted to my phone i will admit it i but i don't have it in my face 24 7 like a lot of our teenagers one of our mm -hmm. kids has it thinner all the time and mm -hmm. we like to make them put it down when we're having dinner and when we're talking mm -hmm. so that they can have a human conversation and human contact and they're not constantly on their phone because mm -hmm. i think that's very important mm -hmm. Because I think if the the more that they don't have that human contact, the more distant they are, and that's just a compile compilation of issues that happen with the kiddos. Because mm -hmm. if the only they have a screen to look at versus a human contact, that again makes the things that worse for the kids, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, uh, friends, I'm talking with Beth Hendren. Uh, who works here in Columbia Correct. at the American yes. Foundation for Suicide and uh, Volunteer Forum? Yep. Prevention. Uh huh. And uh, we're we're talking about an event coming up in terms of people uh, coming together to support one another in uh, a walk on October twenty. Correct. Uh, the which is walk. out of out of the darkness. Out of the darkness walk. 
um, at Stevens Lake from uh, 11 or so until 11 to 1 is the um, registration and the ceremony starts at 1:30. right um, I just as I walked in the studio today two things were happening one uh, the program just preceding us uh, classical ideas uh, Greg Soden who used to teach at Battle mm -hmm. High School uh, was interviewing a, a teacher who was writing a book on conversion therapy and the history of that in mm -hmm. the United States. And then I walk in and I see the headline for the Columbia Missourian on the paper right here at, uh, at the studio, council votes to ban conversion therapy for minors in Columbia. Which is huge. Which is huge and yet uh, it's telling that that's a whole another issue oh absolutely that feeds into um discomfort uncertainty absolutely. Uh, judging uh, you know the whole ball of wax um i remember seeing a movie i think it was called bobby uh where a mother who was in a christian context right um was being was finding out that her son was gay mm -hmm. or he was telling her that and somehow and she was coming from the uh, bible thumping kind right. of uh, approach and uh, then uh, the thoughts get too much for bobby and they tell him to jump off the bridge yeah. and Absolutely. and he does and uh, the mother has a conversion herself sure absolutely um, our LGBTQ plus community is huge um, we 100% support them um, AFSP uh, teamed up with uh, Project Trevor for this we I've actually gone to Jefferson City and DC to fight this conversion ban because statistics everything that AFSP does is based on research um, now, and, uh, just a second. you're going to fight the conversion ban? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. That's sorry. what you came sorry. out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Um, sorry, the conversion therapy, period. Yeah. Um, and, and support the ban correct. on it. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And we teamed up with Trevor, uh, Project Trevor, for that because LGBTQ plus community is a large statistics for suicide um, mm -hmm. for the exact reasons that you stated. Mm -hmm. um, it's gotten better. But it's not perfect by mm -hmm. any stretch but we're making strides especially with this ban you know here in Colombia, and hopefully it'll spread and it's going to be mm -hmm. u.s spread i hope um mm -hmm. so that those kiddos don't feel like there's something wrong with them with this mm -hmm. conversion therapy mm -hmm. so yeah absolutely yeah it, it's uh it's interesting how so many places in our society and our world where it's our it, it's beliefs that we get taught growing up that then uh, come to a sort of a crossroads with right. reality in a sense absolutely and we don't know what to do others don't know what to do uh, do I <laughs> is this wrong or is this wrong right. and right and uh, a whole nother area of that is uh where uh, soldiers involved yes. in what 
there's now the, the psychological label moral injury. Yeah. Where they've been raised one way and now they're trained another way or they see the effects of what war does Correct. to people mm -hmm. uh, if they're not doing it themselves. And it causes this crisis of conscience. Absolutely. And uh, and we see this incredible number, unfortunate number of suicides in the military, uh, active veterans, you know, wherever. Um, so another, hate to call it just demographic, but it's it, yeah, that's what absolutely. it is. It's yeah. another yeah, I mean, whole military, population. You know, I'm sure most people have heard 22 military personnel, whether it's active veteran, etc die by suicide a day. That's mm -hmm. a humongous number. Um, they say that the, a huge part of it is, of course, it's it's mostly men, obviously not all, um, but they've been taught, I'm tough, I'm a soldier, I can do this, and mm -hmm. they keep everything inside their head, and therefore they don't know how to deal with what's going on inside their head because they can't talk about it because if they talk about it, they're not a man. Mm -hmm. And that's that's something else that we're trying to change that mm -hmm. we're trying to make sure that military men men in general mm -hmm. know that it's okay to talk it's okay to talk to a therapist it's okay to have feelings that you don't know what to do with mm -hmm. and we're getting there very slowly but that's that's mm -hmm. another huge thing is mm -hmm. is our poor military personnel you know they come back from war and unfortunately they don't have a lot of opportunities for them and they're lost in the shuffle and mm -hmm. since they're lost in the shuffle much like the homeless they don't know what to do or what to say and mm -hmm. it's again a snowball effect and mm -hmm. that's why we're at 22 a day for the military personnel mm -hmm. in my opinion mm -hmm. and it's a similar thing as, as teens in a way because the the military folks have experienced something that people back home have not experienced absolutely just like a, a teen is experiencing something that their parents Absolutely. have mm -hmm. not experienced. Absolutely. So there's That's a great correlation. This disconnect on how do I express? They wouldn't understand. Absolutely. They wouldn't understand. And uh, with our military, I try really hard um, to have somebody that has been in service talk. If somebody from the military contacts me, because I don't know their experiences. I don't right. understand where they're coming from. I can try all I want, but I will mm -hmm. never understand what they've been through. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I luckily have a couple of military people that I'm able to reach out to and say, hey, can you talk to a soldier? Mm -hmm. They need your help. And they mm -hmm. are always there for me. Um, but they need they need that connect as you, as you mm -hmm. speak of, because military to military, they can speak about things that you and I, or I would not understand because mm -hmm. I've never been in that situation. Well, and it and it's I don't, it seems like it might be difficult to find the people that came close yes to a completion of the act and got help and backed away and learned that those thoughts were not worth giving more attention to. In my experience, I found that if someone was very very close and did not. Uh, die by suicide they tend to want to help more because mm -hmm. they understand and a lot of people if they're almost did die by suicide they instantly regret it they instantly understand that there is another option mm -hmm. um kevin hines is a great example of this 
and people I personally know have also said the same things that Mm -hmm. once they realize oh crap I really want to live this Mm -hmm. was just my mind wasn't in the right place then they want to help others that are in the same place that they were in because they understand Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. oh yeah uh, so we're going to take a break in just a minute, but before we do, would you uh, give some contact phone numbers or uh, uh, Facebook, whatever, how people could contact your organization or maybe the suicide hotline? Uh, I can do and all And then that. we'll come back uh, and uh, sure. talk a little more. Uh, so we have a um, the talk line, the 1-800-273-8255 or, or talk, uh, so 1-800-273-TALK. Um, We now have a crisis text line for our kiddos that don't want to talk to actual humans. So if you text hello to 741-741, someone is there to help um, through via text. Um, As far as our organization, it is AFSP.org. And you can get a load of information of anything and everything that you want on suicide prevention on there. And again, everything that we do is research-based. Um, and then for the walk, it's afsp.org slash Columbia Mo. So when I went to the slash Columbia mm-hmm. Mo, it came up with the AFSP, uh, like, it seemed like a website, yes. right? yeah. And it had different options, home and then events yes. and things like that. I was looking for some materials. Sure. And I didn't see them. So when we come back from the break, maybe you can help me navigate through Absolutely. the website to find some of those tools that, that are there. So, folks, we'll be back in just a few minutes with more local news and social artistry. Uh, talk to you in a minute. Welcome back to Glocal News in Social Artistry, where we get to talk to people building a more humane world from the inside out. My guest today is Beth Hendren. Uh, Beth is here in Columbia with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and announcing the uh, walk that's called Out of Darkness. Out of the Darkness. Out of the Darkness, uh, which is coming up October 20. Uh, Sunday afternoon at uh, Stevens Lake Park. Uh, registration from 11 to 1, and then program starting about 1.30. Correct, yes. All right. Well, welcome back, Beth. Uh, we were talking about finding tools at the uh, website. Can you, can you help me walk through a bit? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to afsp.org, Mm-hmm. That's going to give you all the information that AFSP has, whether it is to find a support group, to find a ch- local chapter, to find a walk, 
Um, it also shows what we do, like what AFSP's work is. Um, it, you can even go into and see what research they're doing. Um, and then a lot of our programs, such as Seize the Awkward, More Than Sad, Talk Saves Lives, and these are all programs that we offer to employers or schools or colleges, just whoever would like the information. So when we talk about prevention, um, what are we really talking about? What, what, this seems to be, we would love to prevent it, but we're not doing a very good job. So we're, we must be missing something. So the biggest thing is um, mental health stigma. There's a stigma about mental health. There's a stigma about suicide. Uh, there's a stigma about being able to openly talk about things that aren't okay in your head. Um, we can talk to our best friends about how we broke our arm, and that's completely okay, but we can't talk to our best friends about having dark thoughts because that's not okay. Um, however, the brain, just like a bone, can sometimes be broken and sometimes it needs to be fixed. And so we need to think of the brain like a bone so that we have the same um, ability and to talk about it and also the same health care for your bone versus your brain. Mm -hmm. So uh, this uh, effort to maybe, you know, we talk about mental health, mental illness, uh, we talk about disease. Uh, uh, it seems like our labels are <laughs> leaving us a bit short. Absolutely. Uh, 100%. And it's, it's maybe a struggle to come up with an appropriate new designation, a uh, way to describe. Um, I mean, even in my work, I was a, a health teacher uh, at Lincoln University for 30 years. And okay. and that was my my goal was sure. to try to talk about thoughts uh, in a way that separated the individual from the thoughts that they sure. are hearing. I mean, we all, believe it or not, we all hear voices. Hey, Absolutely. everyone listening, you're hearing a voice, not just mine, but you hear voices in your own head when nobody's around. And it's, in a sense, it's the voice of mom, dad, kids, friend, TVs, Alf, whoever. <laughs> you, you hear these different phrases and it seems as though often those phrases get, uh, I'm going to use the word co-opted, mm -hmm. by the word I. Sure. I think this, and I believe that, and I am this, and I am that, when these are just thoughts sure. <laughs> that are still going through, but when they add that personal I to it, it's like, oh, this is me, and, and, and it's so hard to separate me from the thoughts. Sure. So that seems to be part of this battle or, or education or issue is to how to, like you were talking uh, earlier, how to separate that, that thought that is convincing sure. you of something. Absolutely from you and and putting some distance some right. kind of a wedge between right and i think um for me one of the phrases that i've picked up uh when i was at a mental health awareness at um logbo is instead of um, mental health issues or 
um, that phrasing, uh, the word, the words that they used was um, mental health prevention, I believe is what they used. And it doesn't have the negative vibe that, you know, therapy, the, the stigma that's associated with so many different words with mental health and, mm -hmm. um, but mental health wellness. I like mm -hmm. that because that's what we need to do. We need to check on our body. We need to have the checkups like we do with our physical body. We mm -hmm. need to do with our brain as well because mm -hmm. it's controls everything you do. So mm -hmm. it should have as much, if not more help than your physical body does. Well, I guess in a way I was uh, kind of doing that. Uh, we used the word wellness. That was the the buzzword for the late 80s, 90s, and still is uh, in, in a big way. And then inside of that, you have your physical wellness, your mental wellness, your emotional wellness, and social and environmental and so on. Uh, so I think that's what you're talking about yes. is uh, mental wellness. Yes. And I wonder if we just drop the word health out altogether. Absolutely. Then we're making a little bit of a different statement. Hey, well, we've got mental wellness and, and we've got uh, physical wellness and so on. And then whatever comes in to um, alter that, well, okay. So Absolutely. we have a, a virus that has uh, hit our body. Well. I used to use, well, I still do use the example, well, there are mental viruses too. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and thoughts can act like a virus absolutely. that uh, does things to us. We have symptoms, uh, we think and feel things because of a thought that has come absolutely. into our mind. I mean, uh, it, it doesn't have to be, uh, you're the worst kid in the world, but that works too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, changing the language is is slow to yes. happen. Yes. And uh, but it's a worthy a worthy work. Yes. Um, AFSP actually has a program called Seize the Awkward, and it talks about how to have a conversation. And it's a little YouTube um, thing that they're doing, and it has situations where you can have a conversation and how you can embrace having that awkward conversation and our goal is to make it so that it's no longer awkward it's just normal mm -hmm. and that's the way it should be it should be mm -hmm. just a normal conversation mm -hmm. and it should be something that people are ashamed of uh, i'd like to bring in a, another demographic mm -hmm. i just read it in the paper the other day policemen mm -hmm. I, I had again no clue the number of suicides among police personnel um, oftentimes because of situations they go into that there is such horrific right uh, damage right that's been done right uh, whether it be car accidents or, or the you know violence that's been done to one another and to deal with that and the thoughts and the memories that keep and along with that is the emts and firefighters as well oh thank you uh-huh and yeah. so that's that's another as you said demographic is our, our police officers the emts mm -hmm. the firefighters because again they do see and feel and are part of such a 
traumatic event mm -hmm. that they have to process, hopefully process with somebody. But if mm -hmm. they don't, then again, we're right back with dealing with thoughts in your own head and trying to sort those out and trying to figure out how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. And and we don't seem to, uh, maybe, maybe I'm ignorant on this too, but I haven't noticed that we use PTSD for such everyday events right right which yes. really happens uh, absolutely 100 percent um i i believe from a couple things i've read they're starting to especially with the the policemen firefighters and emts mm -hmm. they're starting to talk about the pdsd that comes along mm -hmm. with that field um mm -hmm. and so that's becoming a conversation and becoming mm -hmm. part of a, you have to have x amount of therapy and you have to go see the shrink again mm -hmm. these are slang mm -hmm. words that make mental health look bad mm -hmm. um, but it's starting to become a, a mandatory which i think is good because again these people see and are part of something so horrific whether it's a car crash or a domestic assault or insert mm -hmm. whatever here that only people that are in the field understand and they need to talk about it or else their thoughts mm -hmm. are going to consume them mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I have a, a phrase that I used uh, in class. Uh, I, I would always have a, a day on suicide. Mm -hmm. And and I should mention, um, there are some suicides that are okay. When someone has a terminal illness and there is no way out uh, we have laws now in certain states that allow for right. a uh, physician-assisted, and we call it suicide. Right. Um, that probably still doesn't fit well with certain belief systems. Oh, absolutely. However, that is a humane way of approaching a situation of suffering uh, when there is no other alternative. Um, I, I use a, a fictitious, but based on a, a news story example of a, an elderly couple who have watched friends uh, get sick, put in the hospital, uh, test and test and surgeries and this and that, and doctor bills only to die. Right. And so they decide we're not going to do that and leave such a burden on our families. We're going to die with dignity together. Uh, a decision that gets made, uh, the, evidently in certain native cultures, uh, when you were becoming a burden to the tribe because right. of your age or your uh, malady, you just walked off into right. the woods. So. Uh, there has been culturally a place for ending your own life. We don't usually bring that into the conversation because there's so many other things to talk about. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but I just want to put that out there that, that there, there are different ways to look at it in different contexts. Yeah, there's a hundred different ways to, to see different things. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. So uh, back to prevention, 
or um, I, I've had the thought about a, a program before and after suicide. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my students saying, because uh, I had put together a little pamphlet on, on suicide, right. and, and it came up afterwards, evidently with some personal experience, sure. saying, Doc, you're forgetting all the people that are left behind. Absolutely. That, again, is, is what your walk is about. Absolutely. Um, and and there's maybe talk some more about. So uh, one of the quotes that I found shortly after Cody died was suicide is a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Um, and I still very much believe that that is a valid statement. Um, and as far as the aftermath of suicide, it's it's unreal. Um, <laughs> I will tell you that for Adam and I, the first five months, we can hardly remember it. We It's a blur, and that's very common for people that have lost people to suicide, especially children. Um, you can ask, say that I did X, Y, and Z. I have no memory of it. Mm -hmm. um, the way that you talk simple things that you say as a normal C before suicide you now see as actually hurtful things after suicide mm. um, such as mm. I could just kill myself I used to say that pre-Cody I never will say that now because wow. it's a hurtful statement mm -hmm. for somebody that's lost someone mm. or the one that really gets to me is when a person puts their finger to their head and says, I could just shoot myself. Mm. That brings tears to my eyes. I mm. can't handle that. And mm. I think to myself, oh my God, how many times have I hurt somebody because I was ignorant in the situation. I did not know how much that could affect somebody's, mm -hmm. you know, the way they think and mm -hmm. that could trigger them. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as the aftermath, we were, we were just living we were just surviving um you know we have four kids total Cody you know was the fourth and we had we didn't have a choice I mean you just have to keep going and hope for the best and take each day at a time I used to say one second at a time still do sometimes and um I went to my first walk the very first Columbia out of darkness walk and I was in a very dark place you know mm -hmm. I lost my 14 year old child and I didn't know how I was dealing with my other kids and you know, just everything on top of the world. And for the first time, I didn't have the world on my shoulders. For the first time, I didn't get that pity look that you get when you lose a child to suicide. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, I felt accepted. And because of that walk, I was able to stand with my head up and I was able to embrace being a suicide loss survivor and I was able to tell Cody's story mm -hmm. and that happened in October and they sent out an email asking if they wanted volunteers for the walk and I was absolutely I have to be a part of this mm -hmm. I want to be able to help others feel the way that I felt for my first walk mm -hmm. and I've been part of AFSB ever since mm -hmm. and now I'm the chair of the walk so <laughs> how long ago was that um it was, it was the first walk so in 2015 oh so I, that's only the length of times that uh, the walks have occurred. Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. I went to the very first Columbia walk. 
Yeah. Here in Columbia. Here yeah. in Columbia, mm-hmm. yeah. The very first, mm-hmm. it used to be in Fulton because that's where our chapter is. And we brought it to Columbia because Columbia obviously is bigger and a mm-hmm. bigger demographic, college kids, et cetera. And mm-hmm. so that was the first one I went to as a grieving parent. Mm-hmm. And then the second and so forth, Adam and I have volunteered and now we're the chair mm-hmm. of the walk. So, so that's a, a, a really big point uh, of awareness of phrases and ways that we habitually yes. talk and aren't clear that those are sending certain messages. Absolutely. And again, I, I plead ignorance. I had no idea until oh, I yeah. died. And mm-hmm. so now I'm very aware, you know, there's people that say stuff about hanging and, and what have you. And I am now very aware of that. And so I'm very mm-hmm. careful of not using phrases that could possibly mm-hmm. upset somebody because that you don't realize the trigger for them and you don't mm-hmm. want to bring them back to that dark place. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was in the musical Jesus Christ Superstar mm-hmm. recently, well, last, last uh, winter, and I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And in, have you seen it? No, I have not. I don't think you should see it. Okay, <laughs> good to know. Because it ends with Judas hanging himself. Oh, wow. And uh, it, it, it can be depicted in sure. very different ways by different Absolutely. theater groups. But our director depicted it with a noose mm-hmm. and with a drop. And, wow. Um, and then, as if that wasn't enough, the next scene is Judas in hell oh wow with mm-hmm. devilish creatures and i thought oh my god the messages that are just right there Absolutely. every day in people's faces and how long has this play been going on right since the 70s it's and it's popular right oh my god Wow. You know. Yeah. Do we not realize the messages that we're No, I think out? people are very and I use ignorant in the actual definition. They they don't understand the significance of things that can um really mentally trigger people. Um you know, for me seeing a suicide is is very hard on me and mm-hmm. you know, I lots of people tell me what stay away from like you just did you know Mm -hmm. lots of people tell me that 13 reasons Mm -hmm. why you know there's a ton of things that I stay away from because Mm -hmm. I know I can't Mm -hmm. handle that Mm -hmm. um and so I mean it there's always going to be stuff out there that offends and upsets people Mm -hmm. by every stretch and give wrong uh messages I there's Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything anyone can ever do about that Mm -hmm. um it's just being mindful and maybe letting people aware that you know Mm -hmm. hey this is gonna happen Mm -hmm. um luckily i'm on a lot of facebook group books uh i'm sorry facebook groups that Mm -hmm. give you warnings hey Mm -hmm. don't watch this movie hey don't Mm -hmm. do that you know and so i am lucky enough that i have that information beforehand Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah 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 so uh discerning the discerning eye and ear Mm -hmm. you know 
to grow our discernment is is really big. I mean, oh, and and why do we have to be so old <laughs> before we learn right. these things? Right. Uh, can we start teaching discernment in uh, you know our schools? Uh, do we do we teach in school that uh, you are not your thoughts? Uh, is this common? So, um, because uh, I, I'm, we are in the high schools here in Columbia, um, and we teach more than sad um, for the ninth graders during an advisory class, um, so they can see what mental health looks like. They can see um, the symptoms, the signs, and then they all. Excuse me. I'm going to interrupt yep. again. You can see what mental health yes. looks like well men- mental health. because health is a good thing <laughs> it is absolutely so let's let's try to work our language here so what are we really talking about to well, see what what looks like disorders mental health disorders ah so mental disorders yes yes or okay and like bipolar and schizophrenia and okay depression anxiety etc yeah. and and really if we took the word health away from that sure. phrase it wouldn't confuse absolutely as much absolutely i agree <laughs> okay um, so you're in the school's ninth grade you have an advisory class every ninth grader is has to be part of uh-huh. and so they get to see that and they know what conversations to have and what to look for excellent and what we should do and so that no my idea. goal is to get into all the schools yeah so this is just in Columbia or is this Fulton or is this this right now we're just in Columbia uh-huh. but our goal is to get everywhere and as far as the other states and other chapters I'm sure AFSP is part of the schools but I just I don't know what yeah sounds like a wonderful yeah. uh, required class it is it is and mm-hmm. everything is um, 100% free uh-huh. we don't charge for anything because right. we just want the education out there right right and, and we're, we're, I'm going to be working on the language of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In its growing stages. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, we have uh, just a couple of minutes left. Do you want to put, put out a reminder again sure. on how to contact and what's happening coming up soon? Sure. So the walk is on Sunday, October 20th at Stevens Lake Park. Um, registration is from 11 to 1. Uh, the ceremony will start at 1.30. Uh, there is going to be a ton of events. We will actually have bounce houses and bounce house obstacles. It is very family friendly. You can even bring your dogs if you want to. Um, we have pet bandanas for the doggies. Um, we will have um, food trucks, Dickies, and oh, okay. Mac, uh, pizza will be there. Mm-hmm. We will have a ton of AFSP merchandise and information, a ton of silent auction and raffle prizes. Uh, we'll be there, and then we do what's called honor bead ceremony. Um, AFSP has nine different colors to represent different losses. Um, for example, mine is white because I lost a child, hmm. and so we do an honor bead ceremony for that. Would Would you expand on that? Sure. I didn't know if there were color coatings. <laughs> yeah, so there's different colors. Um, white is if you lost a, a child. Uh, red is if you lost a spouse. Gold is if you lost a parent. Orange is if you lost a sibling. Silver is for our military, EMT, firefighters, Hmm. uh, police officers. Mm -hmm. Um, Teal is to support the, I'm sorry. Green is if you have a personal struggle. Um, Blue is if you support suicide prevention. I think that's all nine of them. (laughs) I wasn't counting either. Yeah, I think that's all nine of them. Well, Um, yeah, and so these are, 
wristbands or are these? Uh... So these are actually like Mardi Gras beads. Oh, okay. And so mm -hmm. um, you can have as many that are with uh, that you are because appropriate. many people have lots of colors since mm -hmm. they're supporting someone that struggled, they're supporting the cause, there's mm -hmm. I'm struggling, you could also have lost a friend or a relative. Um, and so there's all these colors represent I mean, some people have all of them because mm -hmm. they've been affected that much, unfortunately. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, and to tag team off of that, we also have what's called a sand ceremony with the same nine colors. And so what that is, again, they get whatever colors represent them and or what they want. And then we have a aquarium that w if the people would like, they can get whatever colors they want in a cup. And then at the end of the ceremony, we have them put it into the aquarium and it shows how much suicide has affect mm. our community. Mm. And so we did it for the first time, the third year of the walk. Unfortunately, last year we got rained out, so we weren't gonna do it, we couldn't do it. And so this year we're gonna do it and we have the sand that's left over and we're gonna add to it every year. Wow. And it's an array of color and it just shows how much mm. suicide has affected our community in how many mm -hmm. different ways. Yeah. Because of all the different colors. Yeah. Plus the shoes. And now, we, yes, we have a, a huge shoe display, which will be the first time we've ever done this. 1,151 mm -hmm. pairs of shoes to represent mm -hmm. the documented suicides in the state of Missouri for the year of 2018. Mm -hmm. And we will have uh, counselors and therapists on site if needed. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have tons of informational tables uh, for mental health, uh, mental awareness. Mm -hmm. And um, Thank you. <laughs> really, thank you. And mm -hmm. so... Um, yeah, it's going to be a great event. It's going to be a fun event. It's going to be an emotional event. Mm -hmm. um, and the last thing is, as we start our walk, the group that you're with, you'll be able to come up to the microphone and say their name, and mm -hmm. then you get to start the walk. Yeah. Well, thank you, Beth Hendren. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm glad that your supporting husband was here for moral support. <laughs> Hi, Adam. The silent partner. Hello there. <laughs> it's not usually silent. Yeah, it's all right. It's all wow. right. It's a tough subject. Uh, all the best. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if anybody wants to go online and want to know more, if you go to AFSP.org slash Columbia Mo, it'll give you all the information. My contact information's on there, so you can call me, text mm -hmm. me, email me, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you again. Thank and you. remember, friends, wherever you are, that is your world. Please leave your world cleaner, more peaceful, and more loving than you found it, because if it is to be, it is up to us. Take care. Talk to you soon.